This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How are we? Good morning. I'm good. Good Good morning, Jess. It's cold. I was cold this morning. Mark, you're wearing long pants. I don't think I've ever (laughs) seen you in long pants. So, yes, it's definitely chilly. And they look new. They're yeah, relatively they new. They're not faded. Well, he probably bought them six or eight years ago, but he wears them once a year or so. Right. Spot on, George, as <laughs> usual. Yeah, it was a little, it's been a little chilly. Said 39 yeah. in Poway as I was driving this, I think this it was, morning. I think it was 41 at the house when I left this morning. So No bad equipment. I mean, no bad weather, just bad equipment. As long as you have the right poor weather gear. choice or uh, clothing poor choices. choices. Yeah. Did you guys notice the moon this morning? I, I did. did not. No, I, did. I didn't. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, and it's actually night, it's visible here as well. With, there's no marine layer right now, so it's quite gorgeous. Yeah, when you pulled into the parking space, you could have just looked right there. It would have been right at, straight ahead of you. I was looking at you. Aw, is that I'm why you were not sure glowing? Why. I was you trying. Were... I was trying to make sure I was within the lines. So yeah, something I, I that failed. you don't do. I failed miserably, <laughs> but I did notice as I was checking my parking because George always critiques it. My right rear tire is flat, or was half flat. On the bottom, though, right? So you're going to change it when we get out? I guess so. We're all called AAA. <laughs> I don't know. One or the other. I'll try and do it by myself like a big boy, but we, we shall see. You know, is it, we, get, we, had the, uh, we had the rain event um, yes. over the past Let, couple of days. Let's add an S to that. What? Let's add an S to that, the rain events. events. Okay, well. We had a good the, week of rain. The first, the first one, which I thought was going to be the big one, turned out to be not that big of a deal, at least where I, where where I live, but yesterday we got quite a bit of rain out of that in the, in the afternoon, because um, when, it, when it, there wasn't much going on at work, so when it started raining because I hadn't brought any fertilizer home before, I went home hoping it, that yeah, there would be a lull, a and, lull. and it worked out perfect. Okay. It, it worked out perfectly. It doesn't or, happen often. Got, no, not not for me. Um, but I got home and managed to feed the entire backyard, and then it started raining. And then it actually hailed at our house. Oh God! I got I actually show you video. I was driving in the hail. So, oh yeah. So I get it, like oh, a smart wait, guy. Wait, wait, I got my second. phone out to take yeah. pictures of it, so, or to so you can hear it. That's where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. I was trying to stop you. <laughs> yeah. Hypothetical guy, some guy with the camera driving, but it wasn't you. You, it's right? oh no, no, no. I know you're trying to get me off the hook, but the no, it was me. Artist I mean, formerly known as Prince. But it was uh, it was wild. It yeah, was, I was. People were pulled over under the bridge. You know, driving up Mission Center Road, and they're pulled up under the bridge. I kept going, and happy as a clam. <laughs> but it was loud. Well, I I'm I trying imagine to imagine 
there's probably little pit marks all over the car, but we'll see. I didn't well, really some, you know, there are pit marks over some of the plants. We were looking in the, exactly. in the vegetable garden, the, the softer stuff, the lettuce, uh, some of the mustards are, are all yeah, we're getting pitted get, looking. Two months Actually, from now, we're going to get people coming in saying, they're, you know, what's wrong with right. their, your aloes or their agaves? Or, or bougainvilleas. Bo- yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that, that's right. With the hail <laughs> damage. Hail damage is going to start showing up in the stores within a week or two. Most yeah. most fleshy plants yeah. will have pitted leaves. The sagos get them. And I got my somebody texted me a picture of a what is that purple leafed succulent upright stemmy thing? Aeonia? No. Like, oh, the uh, the cal- Cat- calendrini. No, Cal- but your well, calendrinia will do it. But but the, the uh, rock purslane is that yes, that this? will do okay. it. But there's Another one that I cannot remember the name of, but a- it's a- Aeonium. No. no, well that will too. You yeah, guys, keep, those... you guys keep going and all. No. I mean, there's, there's, there's be a lot of damage done. Yes, for sure. And it'll, it already has begun showing up. I mean, it's on the plants now, but people are starting to notice it. Well, yeah, they sometimes I won't even notice it until things warm well, up a little bit. It's muddy and wet, so a lot of people aren't going out. Then because they'll get brown in there, you know, be brown spots, and they're going to want to know why. So I go and remember when it hailed two months ago? I was like, no, it didn't hail at my house. Yeah, it probably did. Well, yeah, yeah we I've had that again, not argument because it's not Cynodinium. Cynodinium. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I about, yeah. I knew I could come up it with was it there. eventually. Yeah. Yes, but it, you, I mean, we, we we got a decent amount of hail at our house, but nothing like the one storm we had. Oh God, was it a, like fifteen or sixteen years ago? There was a hailstorm came through. And it looked like snow yeah. in scripture. My neighbor was out. My neighbor was out on his driveway with a snow shovel, shoveling the the hail off of his driveway. It was and then Melanie and I were going to we were going to dinner at, over in UTC that night. We we're driving down Pomerano Road, and it was it looked like a winter wonderland. I mean, there there was hail yeah. everywhere. Well, it, it was cool enough to to maintain it because yesterday morning in in the on the north side north side of properties. As I was driving, you could still see piles of it anywhere where it was shady, and it oh. was, there was still the, the hail looked like snow. Tuesday yeah. on my way into work, the same thing. the 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 rain had gone, but the hail was still all over the side of sixty seven and at the top of Scripps Poway Parkway. But as you drop down into the down into the valley, just after you crested the top, after you passed the one car upside down off of the Scripps Poway <laughs> Parkway and one car on its side on Scripps Poway Parkway, there was no more hail but it was it did it it stuck for quite a while and now how long can we leave our sprinklers off i'm gonna say probably close to a month i would think so anything that's established because it's not gonna be hot because even even when it dries out it's still not gonna be hot right so and even though it was a cold storm we didn't get any we have had no frost thus far from this no and it's supposed to warm up over the weekend so I don't have to protect my potatoes that are sprouting. Have you had to do any potato protection? Well, well, the answer is no, but I wouldn't have anyway, probably. I wouldn't have. Absolutely not, maybe. Well, I, I, <laughs> the answer is I should, but I wouldn't. Gotcha. That's what I, I guess I was going for. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I, the lazy gardener in me, I just let it go. Because if those tops die back, yeah, there'll be good. there'll be new new Correct. growth coming up from those. It really doesn't matter, does it? Because it's it only the part above the matter. surface. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a wonderful! I've never thought of it that yeah. way. I thought I was being responsible by inverting bulb crates over my potatoes to prevent them from being frosted. But what's 
what we care about is happening below. So the I, I've had potatoes in 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 some containers that we all, as I mentioned before, I'll harvest some of them, and then if you fail to get them all, you'll have another batch of potatoes. You know, I need to start listening to you guys on the radio. You make some sense <laughs> once in a while. Not often, but occasionally. Yeah, only as directed by a doc. Well, anyway, I uh, um go ahead. I was going to say we, um, Melanie and I were up in up in Las Vegas earlier in the week, and the amount of snow in the mountains up there was incredible. It was I I haven't seen that much snow in the mountains around Las Vegas since I was up there in 1986. I think it was it 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 was amazing. It it's beautiful. I mean, yeah. when I the snow in the desert is is incredible. And over at Mount Charleston, it was they they had several feet of snow at at Mount Charleston. It was it 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 was quite spectacular. Well, we we got a fair amount of snow, I think, up north, I, right? Mammoth Mammoth is packed. So for our snowpack, for the potential for for lessening any drought or potential droughts, is is good. Or taking out the Oroville Dam, one or the other. We'll have to see what happens. But they were they were expecting like eight to ten feet in Tahoe, right? And the Central so, Coast, I heard, was going to get eight to nine inches of rain. And Palom, like Palomar was ex- Palomar was expecting was it. Uh, Twelve to twenty-four inches of yeah, snow, that's a lot yeah. for that. and that's and, and Mount and Mount Baldy up in LA got twenty-two inches of snow. Did you guys see the pictures of Highway One in the Central Coast? I that did. Oh, I yeah. last a little, yeah. little bit of a gap there. Yeah. So they yeah. did get that rain after all. Uh, yes, I believe it did. <laughs> did come down. But now, see, is that a, I, that's just got to be poor maintenance that's going to allow something like that to happen, in my opinion. I'm, I'm debating whether or not to talk about Caltrans and their budget and or just to keep my I'll just let it go. Okay, I'll let it go. It, it was a lot of rain. If if It was it was a lot of rain, but that was a huge chunk of yeah, of Highway 1 that but once disappeared. Once it starts to go, what, do you, go? Do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. Hydrostatic pressure, and, right? And if you look just east of the roadway, it looked like the debris like a lot of water had come down there and just washed across the road. And it looked like trees and stuff had all been stuck in a flow. I don't know if it was a fire or what. But when you get that much water yeah, on a steep hillside. With no plants to help retain it. Correct. Things can happen. Yeah. Something's got to give. Yeah, we should probably just raise gas taxes for everybody to make it better. <laughs> That's plant, what plant more more native plants on the shepherd. If they had more yeah. potatoes on there, then there would have been more roots to hold it back, and That's it probably right. wouldn't have happened. Exactly. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, we would love to talk to you. But, you know, that's a, that's a question that I've, I've always wondered about, too, is you have an area that's 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 pretty, pretty well covered with vegetation. Let's say you have a fire that goes through and it burns the vegetation off. But the root system is all still there. Why does that not hold it in There's place? There's less to slow things down. Oh, okay. And, I mean, it just totally, it it burns away the debris that's on the ground that will help to slow oh, things down. Yeah, and okay. It's a whole different ball of wax. It's a whole different dynamic? Yes. I, I know when I moved into the house where I live now, every winter... Even though in the disclosure forms on the real estate documents, there was never any water runoff or flooding on my property. Every winter, water would run down the lower portion of 
the property above me, property above them, and it all ended up in the neighbor's swimming pool at the bottom of the street. <laughs> and since I moved in and the people next door to me and the other ones have all done a little bit of of planting and cleaning and changing of things, mm-hmm. we don't have water running down the center. The, the plants have done their job, and... Um, it, it can make a and big the guys difference. Pools nice and clean right now. It, it is. <laughs> it was. Oh, I, that was a lot of water guy, and yeah. mud, and it all ended up in his pool. Oh, that would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. No fun. Oh, uh, let's see. What do we got going? But that's on? because we didn't have potatoes at the time, and now we have potatoes. <laughs> so it's all. It's I'm pretty all. sure that's not the the. the best plant I perhaps think it's the solution perhaps to, to help plant more potatoes <laughs> and then there'll be food for everyone exactly uh speaking of potatoes uh we are ex- we are expecting organic seed potatoes next soon, month soon soon well yes With, th- this next month which is monday monday monday, monday. Yeah. sometime but it harkens back to last year when I don't think they showed up until the end of February. They yeah, were late last uh, you year. You and I as were well. talking about that last yesterday afternoon. Yeah. We, we both put our winter crop in rather late. Yes, but they still did fine. Oh, they did great. We were harvesting them in July. Yeah. Uh, it's made me that episode made me rethink potatoes, and I have them in the ground this time. I mean, it took me what a month and a half longer than you 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 planted yours when you got them. Mine sat in the bag for a month and a half, and I had, and are doing great though. They're right? doing great. The the le- they, they they look really neat as the rosettes, the foliage rosettes the, the, come up out of the they're ground. They're really a dark, rich green. Yes. I, yeah, I enjoy yes. that part of it. Absolutely. And even the eye that was probably three or four inches long and thinner in diameter than a pencil and white because it was in a bag in the dark. house. Yeah. Um, that is dark green. It is about the diameter of a sharpie now, and has leafed out. And it, what, it's been only a couple of weeks. And that's in the ground? Well, yes. I, I <laughs> took my straw bales. His raised bed of sorts. Oh, okay. Yes. And um, I, I, did, I did not turn the ground below. No. I just added good soil and compost on top of them. And I put down a couple of inches and then put the potatoes in. And now I'm building up as they grow. Mm-hmm. Filling. And I took the southern hay bale or straw bale that was shading it because as I'm planting, I'm only planting the first two inches um, of soil and Mm -hmm. I'm going to build up. So it's at the base of the straw bales. And on the north side of the straw bales, it's in the shade. And since it's cold, I pulled the one to the south away so that the sun would hit and warm the soil more. And then as I build it up and as the sun gets higher in the sky, then I will push push the the bale back. back into place. That's my theory. It's a lot of work. I was going to say, work. that's not going to happen, though. It might. It might. He's, he is, these last, this last year, from, from this time last year, he has been very, in, obviously, as you've been listening to this morning, he's very into potatoes. They seem we to talk be, about potatoes a lot. We do. You know, funny thing about that is I still have a bulb crate with last summer's harvest sitting on my porch. I don't know what I'm. I guess I should just plant them because I haven't them. eaten them. Yeah, plant plant them or eat them, one or the other. Uh, if you want to give us a call today, we'd love to talk to you. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. We are going to take a break. We will be back right after this. 
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And uh, I think we're going to talk about something besides potatoes, but I'm not sure. You don't like my potatoes? I didn't say I didn't like potatoes. But uh, but we do, like we said, we do have organic seed potatoes coming Oh, in. that's right. That's where we're going. <laughs> that's where we're going. Yeah. Uh, but we do have the non-organic, and you can grow them organically. Once you get them, you can plant them in organic soil. You can use organic fertilizers. You don't have to use any pesticides. Um, but we do have the multi-color bags of the oh, yeah. red, those. white, and blue potatoes. Yeah. So if you are a patriotic American, you should plant the multi-color bags of potatoes. Now, have you planted those? Did you do that? Pardon? Did you do that? Have you planted no, those? No, I just yeah. planted the ones. I just planted the ones I bought okay. in uh, what was it? The early December. I thought it was earlier than that. But Early yeah. November. Yeah. I put those in the ground this month, so this year. So I'm, I'm good. We aren't going to talk about potatoes. No, we're though. done. Even though, what's your name, Mark? Mahady. It's Irish, yes. What's, what's your experience in? Oh, I love potatoes. Okay, good. I'm going to bring you the potatoes off my front porch. Beautiful. I, I might but just I'll the eat ones. most and plant some. Perfect. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. All you right. know, um, before before we leave the potato topic, I, <laughs> I've I've never grown them myself. So we, I, although now I'm kind of getting interested, but I if I bring them home, they'll probably just sit in the bag in the garage. But um, pests on potatoes. Do, is there anything that really goes after them? Uh, I've I've had a lot of snails and slugs uh, eat the tops. There are the, there is a a beetle that will. Get onto the tops as well, but they're pretty. Isn't there yeah, a wire worm or something? There is, some, get there is into something the in the soil, but tumor? I've not seen that here ever in, Nor- in the five, six, eight years yeah, I've been growing I'm, them. I've been growing them in containers, and yeah. I haven't had any issues, none with any any bugs. I've not even slugs and snails. And because the soil is typically very loose, loose you do right. get the the the, grid, the green fig beetle uh, larvae in there, that big big grub. Mm-hmm. But they don't harm the potatoes at all. They're just eating the decomposing the material. There. So detritus. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, they're yeah. fine. So, yeah, I've never had any big issues other than some snails and slug slug damage on the top. Then I wonder what happened in Ireland. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. I mean, there's there, there are diseases that will get. I was going to say that diseases the, and such. It, that, yeah. I thought it was a fungus or something that, yeah. that caused the famine. Probably cooler, wetter soil. Well, it's going to be, be cold and wet. Yeah, that's true. It would be more conducive to that, and we generally don't have that until now. There, as I've the, gotten my potatoes into the ground, we're having cool, wet weather. We are, but it's a it's a solanum. I mean, it's like a tomato, so it can get blight. It can get a number of uh, viral disease. I mean, um, uh, fungal diseases. So it does have potential for that. Powdery mildew too. You know, I was pretty excited about my potato crop and growing them, and everything's been going swimmingly. And then you guys throw this out. 
disease, pestilence, famine. Yeah, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Enjoy your I think you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. Thank you. Uh, Let's see. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. We're going out to Lakeside where Alan has a question. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Hey, guys. Doing great. Thank you very much. Uh, No tuber talk. Just pull on the orange talk. (laughs) What are you doing in Lakeside? Uh, I'm having a good life. And and when I was still working for AT&T as a technician up in Northern California, my dad had retired from his second career for IBM. He said, Alan, you got to come down to San Diego. Just living the life in paradise. I, I I would believe that. I would not. I would not disagree. He was good. I mean, yeah. he had he had a good twelve and a half years before cancer got him, and and I'm just I'm I was so happy for my dad. He worked his way up from from nothing in uh, Indiana as basically a grunt for the Navy, and all the way up married my mom, and my mom was more ambitious than than he was, and and my mom talked him into spec houses. When she was a realtor, my mother got her real estate license when my youngest brother, who was born in 66, was seven years old. Outstanding. Outstanding. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) You know, we we were not permitted to fail. No. You shall shall not fail. (laughs) Failure is not an option. Well, (laughs) no. But, But the thing is, you cannot grow things you cannot control, and you cannot control your environment when you've got possums and rats and everything else. And my issue here in Lakeside, uh, I'm off of near Lake Jennings Park, and uh, we're on the hillside area, and, man, we've we got, we got all kinds of little small critters. Oh, I would imagine. I can't, I can't grow a, a garden. I just, no, I'm not going to cage my garden in. I, I, re, I refuse. <laughs> but, anyway, back to Valencia oranges. I, I did top off uh, the trees in the, in the backyard by about a foot and a half, Uh had a couple of dead spots that were just like bare, like brown wood for a couple of years. And uh, I just don't want to overdo it like we talked about last week. And, hey, these guys are good up in Poway. Go visit these people in Poway, please. Buy their stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, you talk about tubers. I would love to be able to grow some horseradish. Oh, it's easy. Yeah. Okay. Speaking I mean, of things I mean, you can't control. Yeah, they're they're yeah, easy. I mean, talk about you know, you talk about you know, good horseradish, truly Lake California. We are expecting some horseradish uh, late next week. So okay. So in two weeks, both stores should have some bare root uh, horseradish okay. for you to take home and plant. We would suggest that you put it in a container or in a controlled area because it does like to spread, doesn't it? Yeah, it'll. Yeah, you you put one in, you'll you'll have a lot. Um, so you it, grow, growing in a growing growing in a container is is the is the easy way to do it, and it it's and it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty easy. It's pretty bulletproof. Just let the let the tubers grow when they get big. You pull them out of the ground, t- cut the tops off, pull them, cut the tops off of them, um, peel them, and you can you can process them in a in a food processor. They're of course, then you're going to have horseradish, which I don't know what its purpose is on oh, this planet. It's delicious. But, uh, oh, you know what? It's delicious. You know, whatever it is. Yeah. So you, I, I didn't realize you didn't like horseradish either, huh? It, it is the oh. 
<laughs> we can come back to beats. <laughs> it is the the beat of my world. Your well, anyway. Um, listen you know to us I next. I don't want to beat you guys up, but I grew up in, in, in San Diego and moved up to Northern California, where in Manteca and Tracy, they grew the big, big sugar beets. So I don't want to beat you guys up. Alan, listen to us next Saturday, and I should have an update on the horseradish. It either will be there, and I can announce it, or it'll be the following week when we'll have it. But it's, okay, it's shipping next okay. week. Okay, now what's going on with bare roots? They're they're disappearing. Oh, the roses are still fairly plentiful, but we're starting to sell out of certain varieties and the fruit trees as well. The demand this year has been much greater than any of the past at least five plus years. And even (laughs) though we ordered more, it's disappearing quickly. So if anybody wants roses or fruit trees and you know you want them, I would get them now. And if you're not ready to plant them, you can put put them in containers. Or have us right. pot them for you um, because they're going to be gone soon. Okay. My last question. Uh, uh, growing growing up in San Diego, moving up to Northern California, spending 30 years up there working for the AT&T Corporation, um, a lot of pistachios, almonds, uh, walnuts, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Can we grow pistachios down in, Ca- in San Diego County? Not well. In East County, San Diego. Um, We've had people try it. I have not heard of anybody that's been successful, really successful with it. Um, okay. You have to, and you have you have to have both male and female. And we uh, do right. have in Poway a, at least one fifteen gallon pot of the two planted together. But okay. you know, as I understand it, they'll grow here. It it just doesn't. Get, you don't have a long enough, hot enough summer for them to develop the the, the fruit or the nut on it. Yeah, it, they need the the right. Central Valley kind of of heat. Right. And, and yeah, that's the, that's, duration. That's, the, that's the equivalent of the Iranian and uh, Pakistan uh, Afghan issue. Is I mean, super hot, no water. You just water what you can, and they freaking grow. You know, God is great. God's wonderful. Yeah. Thanks, Alan, very much. Um, All right, Bye, know, guys. All right, thanks, Goodbye. Alan. Have a great weekend. It's funny that. Yeah. You tell people that they need a long, hot season. Well, I live in Ramona. I live in Lakeside. It's hot here. Well, yes, but it needs to be even longer. Right. Yeah. Right. And it looks like, it seems like it, but, but not, it's not by their standard. But on the on the other hand, though, too, the other ones that he mentioned, almonds and almonds, and walnuts, walnuts and pecans. Those will those will do fairly well down here. Um, as a matter of fact, at a, oh god, what's the name? There's a there's a botanical garden in, in Fallbrook that's Absolutely spectacular. I can't think. I well, can't you think, think about it. it. I, I'll, have, I'll have to think about it. But right out in front of there, they have a big they have a big house that's where they have a restaurant and it overlooks the, the like a small a, a big pond, small lake. Uh, they have the biggest um, pecan tree I've ever seen. Is it Myrtle it, Creek? Myrtle Creek. Myrtle yeah. Creek. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a spectacular place. Um, we need to take a break. If you want to give us a call, we would love to talk to you. Uh, numbers 888-344-1170. We're going to be back with more right after the news, so stay tuned. You're listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ.
Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same. But it's all right now. I learned my lesson well. You see, you can't please everyone, so you got to please yourself. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. As a matter of fact, we are going to go take a call right now. We're heading to the East Coast. We're going to Florida where Claudia is waiting. Good morning, Claudia. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Claudia here, longtime listener. Was bummed when we left San Diego, but you guys brought up the topic of pistachios and mm-hmm. needing heat. And so I'm curious, um, is the Florida humidity heat too much for them? That's an excellent question. That is an excellent question. For some reason, I think it probably would be. I think the humidity would be an issue. I think the humidity would be the problem. I don't think the the heat obviously wouldn't be, but I think the humidity could be. And you're up in in the northern area of Florida, right? Tampa area? Yeah, so we're right outside of St. Pete's. We are actually in zone... Nine, it's a, it's a, we're right on the border of 9B and 10A. And okay. so, like, we cannot grow coconut trees here, but we have co- uh, regular palm. And, uh, and it sounds like you also uh, can grow oak trees there. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another issue we have um, is that the oak trees have been shedding their acorns now for the last three, four months, and we have millions. Of them, so I'm trying to figure out what to do with all those acorns. Well, I think you can grind them on rocks and then boil them, <laughs> or is it the other way yeah. around? Well, yeah, I, I, boil them and get some tannins out or something. Yeah, yes. yeah. I think that's yeah. a good way of dealing it. While we were looking at each other and chatting with you, George was actually looking up to try and give you useful information, but it, he's shaking his head. Well, I'm and, finding a lot of UC California for pistachios. I haven't found anything from Florida, but that would be my recommendation is to look at the University of Florida and see what they have yeah. in, in their agricultural department, their co-op. What about winter chill? Chill hours, would they be able to get enough there? Uh, that I haven't found that out yet. wasn't thinking okay, that way. So we, okay, so we do actually know everyone warned us about the heat. Mm-hmm. No one said a single word about how cold it is. So this morning when we woke up, it was 44. Oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. And we, so all those nor'easters that go across the U.S. when we watch Al Roker talking about all that, we get the cold winds that come down that have been frigid. And we've actually, so we just got another one two nights ago. We don't get higher than about 65 during the day right now. And we're supposed to get another one in on Sunday. And so they will give us some um, frost warnings for our tropicals, like the plumerias and things mm. like that, telling us that we should wrap them. Well, it sounds like San Diego. But, but I'm, I'm looking at the at the pistachios from one of our wholesalers, and, and they're in the 800-hour chill. So I, I 
Yeah, I that's all. You get accumulating yeah, hundred hours there. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I, yeah. yeah. Now, darn. But there are plenty of things that you can grow. So start embracing something different. Yes. Okay. You don't need pistachios. <laughs> they come in the cute little bags, and they have. And they're already salted. And they're yes, yes, and salted the, and, the, and, and the, roasted. And yeah. the nut and the shells are cracked, so. And they don't dye them anymore, so your fingers don't turn red. Yeah, so I think that's the way you need to to start looking at this. Yes, a, this is true. I I guess I can just go back to the mangoes that everyone else is growing. Oh, that is so I sad. For some, I know. Some a little different, yes. Something a little different, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It was nice talking to you, Claudia. Say hi to Rob for me. Will do. Talk to you okay. Guys. Talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Um, uh, that is someone we know. It is. When I say we, you. Yeah. But. Yeah. They're, they're really good friends that used to live in Scripps Ranch that moved to Florida just about uh, a year ago. Almost a year ago, exactly. So, uh, going to anyway. have to get, get her some acorn recipes. <laughs> I'll have to, uh, I'll have maybe I'll go to the museum of us and see what they have in their archive. So, uh, if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We're going to talk to Ted in San Diego. Good morning, Ted. How are you? Um, well, guys, really like the show. Um, Thank you. I have a question for. I have a question for you. My daughter and I grew an apple from an, an apple tree from an apple seed, so it's about eight feet tall now. But I'm pretty sure everything I've heard is it'll never grow fruit on its own. We have to graft it. Am I right there? No, it, 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 it should eventually, it should eventually produce fruit on its own. The, what, what will happen is you just have no idea what the quality of the fruit is, what the size oh. is, or whether, whether it's, whether it's good eating or, um, you may develop yeah. a, a variety that's, that's the new bestseller uh, going to the market, <laughs> but the chances are slim that that will occur. The uh, well, we, we, we did a thing about seeds several years ago, and and I believe the numbers were somewhere in the neighborhood of one in eighty thousand seeds has any potential to even be considered uh, for for the market. Oh, as they, tell as me they, this: if I want, what? If I wanted to graft, where in the world do you find an apple graft to graft it? Any of your friends and neighbors that may have an apple tree in their yard, you just take a, a cutting off of that tree. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm just going to be a ninja now and just patrol the neighborhood. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Yeah. Now, what is the qualifier on that, the caveat, George? Well, the caveat would be that it's a non-patented tree that you're taking that cutting from, which is called a scion. Uh, you don't want to take it from a patented tree because that is illegal. It's a violation oh, okay. of federal plant patent laws, and we don't want to ha- have you running afoul of the law. Well, thanks, fellas. I appreciate that. I'm just happy that it's growing. So I'll, yeah. take, I'll take a win right there. There you go. Thank but- you. All right, take care. Uh, you get it. Well, you, you, got th- it, you got it eight feet from from a seed. I think I, I think I'd just wait and see what happens. It's you can always well. graft. You can always graft on one side and let some of the yeah, other. Yeah. Places, but but yeah. anything from a seed. I mean, typically, you know, they, trees have to go through puberty as well before they're going to start producing fruit. So that's why you, uh, uh, all of the trees that are grafted will give you fruit far more. Uh, more much, much earlier and more quickly than at the same, you know, from a seed. So, well, that's like avocados take years, right? But I got to produce. I'm getting good avocados right. now. And and I had a um, a pomegranate from seed that took I think seven or nine years to start bearing fruit. Uh, a peach tree that I have from seed that took years. So, what was that caller's name? The apple tree guy, Ted. Ted. So, 
We have Cox's, Orange Pippin, Anna Apple, Gordon Apple, Dorset. All these are people's names. So the next one could be Ted's. In theory, Wonder. absolutely. Ted's, Ted's Wonder, Wonder Apple. <laughs> yes. And hopefully he'll remember this when he has made a fortune off of his Apple royalties <laughs> and he'll share them with us. We, we, can, we can hope. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. We're going to go talk to Phil in San Diego. Good morning, Phil. How are you? Hi, I'm, I'm good. Good morning. Um, a couple of questions. I have tomatoes. I have raised beds. They're about 25 square feet, and I've got five of them. And I have tomatoes that I planted last March that are still producing tomatoes. Okay. Should I should I pull the plants out and put in fresh plants, or you know, you go from year to year? As long as we don't have something that kills the plant, it seems to be still producing. Each plant is only producing maybe one a week, but with four plants, that's enough for us. That's better than my chickens. <laughs> um, I always say hang on to them until they go. But I also say, what do I also say? The spider mites. Oh, oh the well, yeah, overwintering tomatoes will get spider mites typically. But, but every year when I keep mine problems. and leave them in the ground after swearing them off year after year, then a killing frost comes by and destroys them. But if oh. you're in a warmer spot and don't have that problem, I'd just continue enjoying them until the weather warms up. And then you can either replace them when the weather is more conducive to planting new tomatoes or just keep enjoying the one you have. Now, we have Farmer Roy who always says rip them out and put new ones in in the spring. Uh, with, with, that's his philosophy. I, I also have left them in the ground in spots where there is particular warmth. I'm doing an experiment in Poway right now where it's not working as well because it's just not warm enough to maintain the, uh, the buds. They're, they're just not... Should- Get a sleeping bag and a blanket and go out and sleep with it and, and put the blanket and, and around it and keep cuddle it. them. Cuddle, yeah. yes. But but my house in PQ, they they're, they're near a rock wall and they get enough wind, heat throughout the night to sustain them. And I've had I've had good production. But you're right, it does. They slow down in the winter and typically the tomatoes are a little bit more um, thicker skinned. Do you still have um, some? And, and all the tomatoes seem to be a little thicker skinned. Everything I grow every year, it I we we believe it's just soil instead of commercial farm that lets the plant become what it is. But it's black crim and early girl tomatoes, which to me sounds like it shouldn't be a all year long tomato. The second part of that question is if I'm replacing plants, I'll just take that out, put a new one in. But if I'm going from seed, I noticed all the landscape uh, nurseries, et cetera, that have seeds have now had a recent this year's seed influx. Um, when should we be able to, in San Diego on the coast, uh, when is the smart time to plant directly into the raised beds? I would think a couple of months. It yes. depend, t- depends on the weather. If we have Weather like the January warm, dry weather starting in March, then I would say go for it. But if we have, after you plant them, a cool, wet period, they, they usually have suffer a setback. You, if yeah. you, and if you, have, if you have room in your house and a, you know, a bright, sunny window, if you want to try starting them indoor, indoors, um, you can get a little bit of a head start. You can, you can get, them, get, them, get them sprouted, get them established, and then transfer them out into the garden uh, 
say the end of end of February, early March, um, and you can get a little bit of a jump on it, and uh, and you'll give you'll give them some protection too through the kind of shifty weather that we have towards the uh, yeah, toward, through March February and early yeah. March. Okay, I I just thought maybe you guys were better weather guessers than the guys on TV. Oh no. We're just as good as the guys on TV. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you think they're bad, remember if you're if if you're hitting 250 as a weatherman, you're a good one. I would say that's pretty accurate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, Phil. Have a great weekend. I will. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Uh, Carolyn, stay on the line. We're going to talk to you when we come back. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KPRZ and KCBQ. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. To the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. And we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to head out to uh, Poway and talk to Carolyn. Good morning, Carolyn. How are you? Hi, fine. You got me tapping my feet and singing along to your music. (laughs) Nice way to start the morning. What can we do for you? Yeah, I love your Poway Nursery. And uh, my brother um, and and sister-in-law live in Scripps, and I cat sit for them when they're away. And they just aren't taken care of. They've got two big pots and their patio and they have bougainvilleas in them and um, something's eating them up and they just think oh it'll it'll improve and improve and and uh, I took a picture and I've been meaning to bring some leaves to you guys and just uh, got any suggestions well what is it that it's a, a can- looper, it's a looper a looper a little caterpillar a little right yeah a little caterpillar gets on them that just uh, ravages them. just ra- can Man. just ravage them. Oh yes, just eat, having its great time eating away on those. I mean, it's just wow. But I have one more question too, and thank you that you know that uh, I'll come and tell you, and then you show me what to get, what spray or whatever. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Not a problem. Yeah. Can we tell okay. her now, just in case oh. somebody else? Yeah. <laughs> BT or Spinosad. BT or spinosad? Yep. Or I mean, if, or or a pair of tweezers and a lot of time. Lots yes. of patience. Oh lord. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's all that's there and you want to use a chemical, you use a rose and flower spray. 
But I mean, the the other two, this BT and the spinosad, are organic. They're not going to hurt anything. You can use it on vegetables or herbs if you have a, other problems. Or bougainvilleas. Or bougainvilleas, yes. Yeah, that okay, should take care great. of it for you. Okay, now what was question two? And, 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 and yeah, okay, thanks. Um, I have uh, good friends that have been in Mira Mesa for uh, 40 years or more, and um, they their neighbor has these two tall, tall palm trees. And this year, you know, they are just, just uh, um, you know, going crazy with all, on their driveway all these black pods that are dropping. And Jeez. is there some reason why they're doing it more this year, or is there something wrong with those trees? No, it's, I mean, we'll have weather, wind, I mean, we'll shake them out. For some years, we may not have as much wind. Where they don't. Or or the trees are, are much healthier, and they're producing more this year, yeah. and, and there are going to be more seed pods available. Oh, wow. So there's, it's just, it's just going to have to be something they have to put up with then. Yep. That's what it sounds like, yeah. I mean, unless somebody goes up there and cleans them out, I mean, you can hire somebody to do that. But most likely, yeah, that's the you're going to have that problem. But, okay, because yeah, it's a, and of course it's the neighbor's tree, and that's the problem. Sometimes <laughs> they 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 just let it go, 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 because it's expensive. Correct. Okay. Well, thanks again. Love your program. Thanks, Carolyn. You have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks. Take care. Um, she is the most enthusiastic human that has ever called us. <laughs> she may very well be. Uh, let's see some of the stuff that we can that we've got coming up. Uh, the the winds that we had in this last storm that were blowing that was, things. This oh, is probably one of everywhere. the biggest winter wind storms that I can remember here. Did you see yeah. they lost fifteen giant sequoias in Yosemite? I did oh, not wow. see that no, during this know. last windstorm. Yeah. Well, that's the most damaging thing at the nursery for us. I think is wind. I mean, because well. For us, yeah, I well us too because yeah. everything blows over yeah, yeah. and we when falls on things and and when that happens, we just leave it. We just leave it because you go out and you stand it back up, and you'll ten minutes it, later you'll be doing it all day, right? Yeah. And it breaks more. It, it breaks even more. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's a wind can be a wind can be a big issue. Um, we could solve the unemployment issue, but just by having people stand next to each plant and hold it up, and then. It could stay up constantly. We could have somebody there for each plant. All right, what's on your list? <laughs> uh, some of the bare roots. We, well, we got a we got a restocking of the sleeve bare root. Did so. you guys get more sleeved stuff in on Thursday from I, Dave Wilson? I didn't see it. I don't I, think so. I went Push. through their availability and what was left, and there was not a lot of stuff. We right. got it. We did try and restock. Well, we, got, we got quite a bit of stuff. Though. Yeah. Um, I was surprised how much we were able to get. Uh, but we also have, um, in, in Poway, we have asparagus bare root and um, rhubarb bare root. So if you want to grow either of those, we're hoping we will get some UC-157 asparagus. One-year roots in two weeks. In two weeks. Yes. So we shall see. I've had too many complaints about not having UC-157 asparagus this year, so... No, we we may have we found didn't have some. it last year, did we? Well, yeah, but nobody complained last year. Okay, so no, I didn't, no, you're right. It wasn't right. as concerned. And actually, one year ago now, we were starting to worry about COVID oh. and oh, yeah, everything was changing. Good so point. didn't have the time to focus on that. So, yes, we should have some UC and, and two new blackberries if we're going to just go crazy and start talking crazy talk. 
We should have two new blackberries. And which ones are those? Cato and Ponce. And is there anything of anything about those two that uh, they're supposed sell? to be good um, early producing mild climate berries? My my berry guy says that the uh, the that one of those two okay is very similar in description to his current favorite, which is Wachita. Okay, which I could not get more of. Did and we so have it should it? produce early, and we and we want ones that produce early so that the heat doesn't blast them and destroy the fruit. So he's very excited that it's coming in from the Univer- University of Arkansas. It was from Arkansas, correct? I don't know if it was and university. And I don't know if you or Arkansas State. What, anyway, the, the, I should know the answer to this, but uh, two weeks, and yep. we'll let people know when they arrive. Do, are we getting any strawberries in also? I, yes. You're going to get some... I think it was just All Star. Okay. And, and what are the other two? Sequoia and, and Eversweet. Seascape is the other one. Oh, We're going to get some okay. seascapes in in this in this order with okay. the asparagus. Okay. But back to the asparagus, the, the UC series, right? The 157. I mean, people have been clamoring for that because it's supposed to be much more disease resistant, right? I mean, and that's productive. Why people want it. And productive. Right. Yes. Yes. It is supposed to be one of, if not the best. For not only here, but in many, many areas of the country, it, right. it, it is an outstanding producer. We, we did carry it, what, two or three years ago? We had yeah. a bunch of it. Yeah. Yes. There was a big upheaval in the in the business with a couple of bankruptcies a few years ago. And it's kind of hard to fathom now with the nursery business the way it is, but it wasn't like that not so many years ago. And so supplies began to dwindle, and that was one of the... One of the casualties, casualties of it, right. yeah. So, went all the way to Arkansas. I I spent a couple of hours on the computer going from website to website, and find, we found I found one. I think I don't know was it you? And it was like twenty five dollars for yeah, you, you and I were looking or fifty dollars right? for ten crowns or something. Oh nice. my word! Yeah. Great, yeah. It was yeah. so we could get them, but yeah, nobody wants to pay. That nobody was going to want to pay that. So. We should have. We'll let you know as soon as we do. And, and uh, talking about rose season, the good news is the David Austin roses have come in. <laughs> the bad news is the David Austin roses have almost sold out. Yes, we we still do have some. So if you're if you're interested in getting a David Austin rose, I would get into either the stores as as quickly Are as you possible. One? And you, you got you yours, right? We did get them. I okay. don't know how quickly they've sold. I haven't. Well, there were just. Uh, a few varieties that we had plenty of, but most of the varieties we only got a few of, and some of those have come and gone, and other ones will disappear this weekend, and we'll have, still have a few varieties for those that want the David Austins, and then we can talk about where they can see a great David Austin Rose Garden next week. That sounds like a plan. You've been listening to Garden Talk on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We will see you next Saturday morning at 6 o'clock right here. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.